Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This week on The Breakup Breakdown. I was mostly looking for a Sunday fun day fling. And he actually posted me on his Facebook. He posted that he's in a relationship. He hard launched me and he is upset. And he just starts cussing. You know, the only person that like I know that would know this behavior, the ex-fiance. And I just shoot her a message. This week, we're diving straight into situationship territory. When our interviewees, friends with benefits, started acting really bizarre, they decided to go straight to the source and message his ex-fiance. And what happens after that honestly sounds a lot like one of my favorite movies, John Tucker Must Die. Hey, it's Abby from The Breakup Breakdown. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Hey, if you like this podcast, I always appreciate it when you leave us a positive review wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you like keeping up with your podcast on social media, we have an Instagram account at Breakup Breakdown Podcast. Also, if you want to jump to a certain part of the interview, there's timestamps in the episode description. And if you've got a breakup story that you're curious about or want to submit your own, there's a submission form in the episode description. Hey, what's up, Heartbreakers? Welcome back to another episode. Of the- quit, quit laughing. I'm trying to give us a fun fan base I'm about name. it. I didn't mean to laugh. I just like, I mean, we called Heartbreakers. Dude, like, what would you have us be called? No, I mean, that's what the, that's what they're doing. These people, they, they talk to us. They're breaking hearts. They're breaking hearts. Or getting their heart broken. I don't yeah. know. We are back for another episode of the Breakup Breakdown where we are going to get into some juicy breakup tea. We have a submission from one of you. So this is actually an unconventional submission this week because it came about a little bit differently than I normally get my submissions, but nonetheless, very delicious. Okay. But first, we want to let you know about the domestic violence shelter that we are supporting this week. As you know, if you've been listening to the second season, every week we are putting our monetary donations towards a different domestic violence shelter every single week. And this week, our donations are going to Palomar, Oklahoma City's Family Justice Center. And the reason I chose this is because Oklahoma statistically actually has the highest rates of domestic violence in the country. Really? Who would have thought? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. So that is why I decided to choose this shelter. And if you choose to put your monetary donations or if you live in Oklahoma City and want to donate your time or any kind of tangible items, Mm -hmm. we're going to put that link in the episode description so you know how you can support. This week's submission is about a Facebook post from one of those dating groups. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. It's from a dating group. I don't think I can give too many specifics because they are supposed to be secretive. Yeah. But it's from a dating group on a social media platform. Mm -hmm. Wink, wink. What I found so interesting about the post that was submitted to me was that it wasn't just a, hey, this guy sucks, run for the hills. Right. This is what the original poster said. They said they were hooking up with this guy for a few months and quickly found out that he was hiding so much more than just another relationship. That's like crazy. I mean, first of all, it's like we see hiding another relationship and we're like, oh, red flag. That's the the type of breakup we want to hear about. But when you hear so much more, your mind goes to like, what else could be wrong? The original poster of this Facebook post that I got sent said that they reached out to his ex-fiance after he started exhibiting some really jarring behavior. Jarring. Jarring. Ooh, jarring. So the original poster gets a message back from her and she's like, "Uh, you're like the fifth person to reach out to me this week and you're all saying the same stuff. So then the ex-fiance says, we all need to chat. This submitter is like, we need specifics. What did they all send to the ex-fiance? What did they all say Mm -hmm. when they all got together? What happened? If there's any DMs that like you wish you could be in, it's those DMs. 
DMs. It's these DMs. And so we're going to get down in the DMs with this original poster and we're going to break down this week's breakup. Let's start with how you met this guy. Were you out looking for a relationship? Were you hitting the town looking for this man and started dating him? Absolutely not. Not looking for a relationship whatsoever. I don't have time for it. I was mostly looking for a Sunday fun day fling, a consistent friends with benefits. And I had specifications. My profile was like a resume. What did you gather from this guy's profile? He seemed fun. He was attractive. Very attractive. We'll give him that. Okay. Paint, paint us a picture without being too identifying. What did this man look like? Six foot three, broad shoulders. We can stop at six foot three. As a six foot woman, like I was like, yes. Very masculine, uh, muscular, but personality wise, he seems very funny. So I swiped on him. He matches immediately. I was like, hey, I'm like looking for something very specific. So this is basically going to be an interview process. After like a week of going through and doing this like messaging back and forth, mostly like most of our conversation was literally about uh, like like sexual desires and things that we like. And my main thing was, is like I wanted to date and within LGBTQIA. If you're a male, I want you to be pan, bi, non-binary, whatever. But like, I want you to be part of my people because I'm pansexual and I feel like I don't have as much in common with straight men. <laughs> so I'm very straight and same. <laughs> right? Because this man to me sounds very much like lumberjack straight man. So is he LGBTQIA or no? So he said that he had had experimentation okay. at a younger age. But my main requirement was oh. I like a specific activity and I don't want to be limited in what I want. Do you mind disclosing what that activity is? Now my interest is peaked. I love to peg. I love to peg. There is something masculating and emasculating all in that behavior. And I absolutely love it. But I, it's mostly the fact that they know their body and they know that that's nothing to do with their masculinity. So even if he identified as straight, I was like, okay, I can make an exception. So he checked all the boxes. He was all good to go. Let's go ahead and set up for the meet. And he was like, I'm here. I'm going. I'm leaving right now. So he gets in here and the great vibes. Like he just hugs me a good deep hug. And we we had a good time. Uh, I did like kick him out like 12 hours later. He lasted. I was like, how? Not really catching feels in this. I was very much apprehensive for anything of like exclusivity because I believe in non-monogamy. And I did start having those conversations with him. Then he's like, well, that doesn't make me feel good. He was like, okay, well, you know, I can understand where you're at and I'll accept whatever degree that you want to accept. And he actually posted me on his Facebook profile as his like profile picture. Oh, he hard launched you. He hard launched me. I see that. And I'm like, he puts that he's in a relationship. And I'm like, okay. It becomes like a little bit more emotional for him after that. And then it was random ass Tuesday and he is upset. And he just starts cussing. And I'm like, obviously you're not in an emotional state that's conducive for my vibes right now. He hangs up on me. (laughs) I get it. I go to bed. He calls me the next morning at like 5 a.m. So he calls me and I'm like, hey, you know, our conversation yesterday kind of just left me a little uneasy. I would like to, you know, refer back to, to what that was after work. He was like, yeah, yeah, whatever whatever you want. And I get off the phone with him and I am starting to look through my messages that I received, you know, checking my email, everything like that. And I had 27 text messages from this man at like 127 was when they started until like 3.09 in the morning. So I'm like reading them and I'm feeling like I'm having a stroke because they don't 
don't make sense. Like he is just ranting everything from politics to like minorities to protests going on currently, women's rights, desires for equality. This is deranged. I was like, something's up with this. So I get online and I find, you know, the only person that like I know that would know this behavior, the ex-fiance. And I just shoot her a message. And I was like, you know, recently dating and I'm, I'm not really trying to dredge up old wounds. I just would like to know what your experience with him was on a, a broad scale because what he's showing me right now seems a little deranged. Fire that off into the interweb that Wednesday morning. He calls me like 5.30 and he's heading off to work. He's like in the car and I'm, I'm like, yeah, you know, we had a little chat, like 30 minutes of a chat. We get off the phone. I get message from the fiance. Here we go. And I'm like, ready. What is this? What is this? What is this? So apparently their engagement was off, but they were still together. They were working on their relationship. While you guys were hooking up? While we were together. Whoa! It gets so much worse. It gets so much worse because my little message wasn't the only one that she discovered in her inbox. And like on her timeline, this is how it goes. She gets a message from him at 1032. Hope you're having a good day. Love you. And she sees three message requests in her box and she opens them up. One is me. The second is another lover. And the third is his roommate snitching, saying, I'm so sorry that asshat that's what we're calling him. I'm not even giving him a nickname. Okay. Like, I don't even, I don't even want to. This mofo has been lying to you. He tells these women that you're this, that, and another. Um, he speaks so horribly about you. And he's also seeing five other women. Five other women? Five other women. Five other women. This man has some time on his hands. I got to tell right, you. Time management, time management in his resume all day. We will not deny that. Like, I can give your reference. Yes, he can manage his time. Add that to the resume next time he's on yeah. the apps. <laughs> then there's the third message. Third message is a lover. So she and him started dating in January. It was hot and heavy. He was very much all like, I love you, I love you, I love you. There was a lot of drug use involved. A lot of drug use. And at one night while they were away, on a weekend away, he passed out and she realized that his phone was on Do Not Disturb. And so she went through it and she saw the fiance still in the contacts with his last name with hearts and not only that but nobody's numbers were saved her number wasn't even saved and she'd been dating this guy for three months can you like to the heart my number wasn't saved but oh well like he was saved in mine under a nickname she went through his phone she saw that there were like dozens of messages with other people like so many chats every dating site there was he had WhatsApp, he had Hinge, he had Kick, he had Bumble, he had Tinder. Yeah, he had Facebook dating. He had them all. He had them all. And then he had like dozens of chats with like all of sexually explicit. He was sending the same dick pics. He was sending the same videos. It was just the, the follow up to that was a different body. The only time that we, him and I weren't talking was when he was like at work, right? Uh-huh. But uh, apparently that wasn't even a thing really because there was like a couple weeks where he spent at this other woman's house. Now, here's how he got away with it with the fiance. Here's how he, he like got it through with her. He had moved out of her house. He moved into her house 
house, like jobless. And then it just like kind of snowballed from there. So she's just basically giving the ultimatum. I need to like get a steady job. And I need to see you do that on your own before we can continue in our relationship and in our trajectory. But still continuous conversations of like, I love you, so I miss you. And like, he was like sucking her right back in. She was also still doing her own thing. And she was going to therapy for, you know, their relationship prior. But he was telling her, you know, he'd moved out. He was living with a roommate situation. And then that roommate situation was only meant to be temporary. He was supposed to be renting that room for like six months and then finding his own place. And which he did, I guess, during that time, like one of those roommates saw what he was doing and knew that they were still in a relationship because they could witness like him having calls with her and then also all these other women oh as well. God. Oh my gosh. He's telling her that he's working a job, he's working out, he's not drinking, but in reality while he's supposed to be, I guess, at the gym he's really hanging out with so-and-so or while he's supposed to be at work, he's doing it with so-and-so. While he's supposed to be asleep because he's working his butt off, he's actually doing drugs and sitting on the phone with whomever. That's crazy. Five other women and then the ex-fiance? And the ex-fiance. All six women? women? Six women. Okay, so <laughs> not all women. Not all women. There were some messages that were forwarded to me. And here's the thing. I wish I could find the king that he was sending these messages to <laughs> because they just straight up denied him. He was like begging for it. I want to have your in my mouth and I just can't wait to bend over for you. And I'm like, those words sound familiar. The guy was just like, okay, I'm bored with this now. And then never responded again. <laughs> And it was just like message after message after message. Are you still there, daddy? So who knows how many else? Like, this is just what the roommate saw, you know? And this is like only, I guess, what the roommate we like see from like video chatting or like, yeah. I guess, who he was going with, you know, or like who he was bringing over. How are you getting all this information? Is someone sending you screenshots? Oh, so many screenshots. When she messaged me and said that, I said, hey, can you talk? So we get on the phone and we were like literally on the phone for two hours. And I'm like, hey, hold up. She sent me screenshots of the messages the roommate has sent. She sent me screenshots of the message that the lo other lover had sent. And then she was sending, actively sending me the screenshots of the messages that he was sending her of I love you. She was like putting the timeline. She was like, you were on the phone with him at 5.30 this morning, was messaging with me at 4 a.m. saying he was getting ready for work. And when we stopped talking, it was because he was supposed to be at work. And I was like, no, it was because he was getting in the shower and giving me a little show and then getting on his way to work. She's sending me those screenshots. She sent me ones that she had found because one of the reasons that their relationship had ended because she found a burner phone. And in the messages, there was a lot of sexually explicit messages to other people. And he just made it seem like that it, they had never met. And then I'm just like, I look at the screen message from the letter and I'm like, mm, all right, let me find her on my Facebook. And I just straight up messaged her and I said, hey, this is one of his girlfriends. Want to chat? And just linked them into a group chat. And like, <laughs> like, I want all parties involved right now. Everybody to my office. Let's figure this out. <laughs> <laughs> the girlfriends come to attention. We're having a round them up. Like, let's figure it out. Her and I had had an overlap. Looking back, like he had told some stories of like this friend that he had. It wasn't his friends. It was this woman. It was her and her life stories is what he was telling me as a friend. Yeah. Like there was an overlap in that, that conversation. She was just like, yeah, like I went through his phone. This is what all I found. And I was like, did you see like messages from me? And she was like, I did. I didn't know who they were. None of them were saved. She was like, there was 
no names. The only one that he had actually saved in his phone was her, which had the fiance, which had her first name and still his last name with the heart. So you guys are now in this group message exchanging all the information you know about this man. All the information. And then she's like, well, what do I do? He's he's messaging me right now. And she was like, what do I do? And I was like, it's up to you. Like the way I look at it is like, this is your heart. I mean, my dick was in it, but like your heart's in it. Like, <laughs> Like, you blow this up however you need to blow this up. And I'm just going to stand behind you with, like, a pitchfork and some fire. Okay? Like, I support women's rights and wrongs. Whatever <laughs> you need. <laughs> Let's do it. So, I was like, whatever you want. Whatever you want, queen. I'm right behind you. You just do it. So, she just starts sending him messages. She's like, you want to tell me who's You want to you tell me who's so he starts denying it. You can see, I can see in the messages. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, it's obvious you have insecurity. Oh, he's trying to like, like punch down at her. Oh, it would make me so mad to see like him gaslighting her in these messages. And like, she's sending them to me. She's like, well, well we could just, ha- we could just have you on the phone right now. Her and I have been on the phone for the last hour. We could just add you in. And then he starts calling me. He starts calling me. So I didn't answer. I want, I want messages. I don't want your, I don't want your voice in my ear. I want to see your words because I'm going to send those to the group chat. I want everybody to be able to <laughs> witness this. So he's telling me that is his ex-fiance. To not believe anything that she says. She's jealous. She's trying to like ruin our relationship. But where's the lie? But where's the lie in what she said? Because I have their screenshots. Show me the messages on your end that prove what you're saying. And then he sent me one screenshot from where he was cussing her out before he blocked her. That was it. And I was like, oh, but what about this, this conversation before? Where like 10.32, you're saying like, I love you and hope you have a great day. I mean, what about these messages at like 4 a.m. where you're like, I'm just thinking about you. I was just replaying our messages and like missing you. I just sent him those screenshots and then he blocks us. He just blocks us, all three of us, everything. Blocks us all. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, everything's blocked. It goes a little deeper than that. So this is Wednesday, right? We're three on the phone. We're in consistent communication. Like we're just going through the lies again. This happens. Actually, that Friday, the following Friday morning, I'm on the phone with my bestie and I'm telling her all the latest tea that we had found from the night before where we had checked with his email and you can do like social catfish. Ladies, do it. It's like $2. If you have their email address, you can see all the accounts attached to that email address. If you wonder if they're on anything, look, look, the answers are there. Socialcatfish.com? Socialcatfish.com. There's a couple other ones as well that you can just put in mm. their email address and I'll tell you the accounts assigned. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. So on the phone my bestie, he calls me. I'm blocked on everything. So like I hadn't heard anything from him. Uh-huh. I tried like I, I tried on Duo and calling him. Like I have a secondary profile on certain things. And so I tried and I was like, mm, he's not he's not going to respond. So I was like, okay, coward. Wait, what did you That's call him it. on? Duo. What's Duo? Like Google Duo. Like it's a video chat. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. So you're calling him on, on video chat. On video chat from duo because we had that connected okay. and then I have a, like a Google voice number so like if I'm if I'm wanting to like sign up for an account but I'm not really sure if the account is going to be like spam of my phone number and I don't want my phone number on the account then I have a Google voice that I can just utilize that number and plug that in. This become weirdly informative. <laughs> okay so you call him up on Google voice. So, so I, I call him up on that and like like he's not answering which is it's apparent that like he's gone into hiding and then so it was like hear nothing from 
time for like 48 hours. Then that Friday morning, he calls me. It's like 9 a.m. And so I didn't answer the first one because I was like, why is he calling me? What would he have to say to me? Like after all of this, dude, you're busted. What would you have to say? So I like get in the group chat while I'm on, still on the phone with my, my bestie and I get in the group chat because he's calling me. And so they go and of course the, the, the other lover, she has a secondary account. Ladies, have secondary accounts. You can spy on shit. So they go and they look and he has put the most vile message about the ex-fiance. A topless picture and the caption was disgusting. It was like calling her so many names and telling everybody that she's a liar. And like he's, it's, it's crowd control. Like he's trying to like get people on his side before it gets out that he is this person. Wait, where did he post this? Instagram and Facebook. Now, hypothetically, somebody may have put that information in a group that was predominantly women and it was mass reported. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad. I was so mad for her. I was like, ooh, you son of a... Mm. Like, I don't like that at That's all. That's also like, violating. Like, it's yeah. so violating. I told her, I said, you know, like, get as many screenshots of both of the posts as possible and I would seek legal recourse because you need consequences for those actions. Like, that's so fucked. Like, just so, so I put in the group chat, like, he's calling me. So they check and they see these posts and he had literally posted them and then called me. It was like minutes that they had been posted and then he's calling me. And I'm like, okay, guys, I'm going to check and see what this is about. And he's like acting as if he's everything's fine. And he was like, hey, you know, I just got really overwhelmed. I felt very bombarded by the, the three of you guys coming at me. But I would really like to speak to you about my truth in this moment. Whatever your truth is, let's hear you out, my guy. He was like, yes, I was sending her those messages, but it was really only to toy with her to get some sort of payback because of all the pain and hurt she caused me. And I'm like, okay, so if that's so, then what about the day before that? What about the day before that? I have her whole inbox in my phone. I have the whole video, like screen record of, of all your messages. Were you not with this one on Valentine's Day and still sending her Valentine's messages? Make it make, make, it make sense, bro, because that math is not mathing <laughs> at all. So I'm just like calling him out on this message, on this mess. He gets frustrated and then just starts cussing me out, calling me uh, the D word. I'm not even going to say it because of my people. He is talking about how I am so confused in my genderless identity that I don't know whether I want to be a man or take a man. And I was like, dude, I took you. Like, like I think I know what I wanted to do. Man, and I, I, I think I know it. what I want to do. Don't, don't come at me, bro. So he's like cussing me out. And I'm like, he starts calling my phone back to back to back to back. Like this, like a dozen times in a row. He leaves me voicemails. It's like 930 in the morning. And I'm listening to these voicemails and he sounds drunk. He's like, I'm just going to keep calling until you pick up, until your voicemail's full. He left like five of them where he just sounded like an idiot. Those got sent to the group chat. <laughs> I was just like, is he drunk? Is he drunk? And so he starts sending me these messages. Like for hours, he's sending me the most like vile shit. And we're just screenshotting them and then adding them to a group message for his parents and his boss. Because the messages that he said, like in one of them, he was just saying that like women who want to work in his field never make it. And he said, if, if a woman were to add to my crew, I would pick her C-U-N-T, because I won't say that, ass up, throw her in the truck until she decides that she knows her place, which would be serving us ice water. So basically, yeah, we we sent a bunch of screenshots to his parents. Nobody responded, which I'm sure like um, professionally, uh, I'm sure that they couldn't, you know, in certain aspects. His boss knows and his brother-in-law knows and his sister knows. <laughs> I did eventually have to block him through calling and text messages uh -huh. because he was continuous. It was so nasty.
nasty. The messages you were sending was straight up nasty. Like the last one ended with, I miss the days when kids used to play in the streets. One of my favorite games was Smear the Queer. I can't wait till we go back to them. And I was like, can I like get you for a hate crime right now? This is a hate crime right now. I have like broken your taint and you want to play Smear the Queer? That was and that was, what, like, that was the last one. I was just like, we're, we're, we're blocking this energy. And then he started like trying to to unblock me on certain uh, social media. The first one he sent me uh, was Facebook. He tried sending me, well, he didn't try. He actually did send me a screenshot of some message that he had gotten on Facebook of somebody that agreed with him about his ex being manipulative. You'll find one, you know, you'll find one turd like that, that possibly thinks the same thing. Most likely she rejected him. Yeah. Whatever. He sent me that. He unblocked me to send me that and I politely blocked him. I got the Snapchat notification and I just went on there. I was like, because I couldn't block him once he had blocked me because he was no longer available to see. Mm-hmm. And he did it. He, Instagram popped up and I said, block. <laughs> like, <laughs> block. Like, everything was like, block, block, block. The only thing I don't have him blocked on is his actual Facebook profile because you better believe the day that shit goes in a relationship. My FBI skills. Woman to woman. Hey, girly, save yourself. Save yourself. Also, probably go get tested. Be sure to tune in Thursday for this week's breakdown bonus episode. This week, Marchi from TikTok reacts to the episode, and we got to talk all about situationships and dating apps, and also just like relish in how crazy this episode was. Also, next week's main episode is another submission straight from TikTok. I think I said this about last week's episode, but this might be the TikTok that I've gotten tagged in the most. It's from a video about a girl who said her ex boyfriend got engaged. And then I think like two or three days afterwards, all of the engagement photos were deleted. And she was like, (laughs) he got dumped. But did he? You have to tune in on Tuesday to find out. I'll see you then.